This week on the BevCast, if you like B.O.W. coladas and getting caught in the Nang, one star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BevCast. Hey, 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 hey BevCast. We are Pentium powered because it's episode 586. Yeah, that's an old person joke. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. Uh, I'm BJ. And what we old people do each and every episode of this here BFCast is we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it. Then at the end, they get ratings. Good bad movies. Enjoyable, enjoyable bad movies. I can speak. They get a uh, rating 1 to 5 jocks as robot jocks. We enjoyed robot jocks a yes. great deal. I liked it a lot. See, robot jocks is the standard by which bad movies, quote-unquote bad movies, should be judged. Right. But however, in our opinion, there are bad, bad, actual bad movies. They get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags. Isn't giant bags of trash? As in, stay away yeah. because Chuck they them in there. smell. They're not worth your time. They're not. According to us, anyway. So, uh, much like last week, we haven't left the year uh, that we were in last nope. week. Uh, 1986 uh, delivers again, this time with uh, POW, The Escape. <laughs> POW, The Escape. Pow. Yeah. POW, The Escape song. Yeah. I mean. It's a cannon joint. Uh-huh. Golden Globus. Mm-hmm. David Absolutely. Carradine. Yeah, David Carradine, a, mm-hmm. a decorated Bamcast alum. Esteban Jamez, or Steve <laughs> James, as you know him. Yes. Oh, Jaime. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Esteban, James Esteban on, Jaime. on yeah. our Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Absolutely. The centerpiece of our shirt, pretty much. Right. Yeah. When a man stands toe-to-toe with a giant robot on our shirt. That's how you know he's a man's man. Yeah. There's only two things on Mount Rushmore. It's Steve James and a robot. And a robot jocks. Robot. A mecca. I don't know what it would be, actually. A robot. It's a mecca. Well, it's not a robot because it's, it's, not, it's not piloting itself. It a, is a robot. A man is piloting it. The movie's right. name is Robot Jocks. It is a yes. robot that is joxed. I believe Tex even calls it a robot. Really? I think so. I, I mean, that would be inaccurate, but yes, okay, we'll we'll allow Either it. Either way, I mean, inaccurate in some worlds, but in the robot jocks world, ah. it is a robot. And now I want to play Armored Core Six. Well, you can do that when you get home after I this will. podcast. Okay. No, I'm getting up and I'm leaving now. Ah, <laughs> oh, so yeah, POW: The Escape, made in 1986, canon movie. Can you guess the setting of this movie? Made in 1986. By the Canon Group, called P.O.W. Uh, the, the Escape. S- the setting or where it was filmed? Uh, you probably know both. I do. They are different areas. They are. What's the setting? Viet fucking Nam. Oh, you mean the shit? The shit. <laughs> yes. yes, the shit TM or, yeah. or Circle R. I don't know what it gets. Where would this have been filmed? Uh, the Philippines. Wow. Like probably most Vietnam movies. Yes, because 1980, man. You could do anything you wanted in the Philippines in 1986 if you were filming a movie, I think. It sure feels like it. Mm-hmm. But there there was a point in the, in the movie where we were just like, man, it must have been easy to get guys who were in Vietnam in the 80s to, like, do stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a helicopter shot early on where, like, man, choppers. Yeah, they, they do a, like, I mean, the very beginning of the movie is David Carradine being fed up because, you know, it, it's 1973 and the wars, you know, the ceasefire, whatever, never mm-hmm. really a war, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. The ceasefire is going into effect and it's basically the, you have one last chance, you have five days, 
Yeah, five days before the ceasefire, and then we're not going to be able to get POWs out of here. They're going to be classified as MIA. And they're going to vanish. So, you know, here you are, David Carradine, going, we know of this one camp, go in and get them. So, I mean, it's just jump right to where, I mean, he he protests for like half a second of like this going in hard is probably going to get guys killed that are in the camp. Mm -hmm. Not a bad, you know, thing to bring up, but then he's pretty much just like, all right, I'm on board. And yeah. things are going to be like this for the rest of the movie. Uh, yeah. And we are rapidly introduced to Teague, mm-hmm. who is a 19-year-old, not recruit, but he, he's fresh. He's just the guy that like... He's fresh meat for the nom for, grinder. For whatever reason, David Carradine's like, what's your name, kid? Because uh, he's, you know, he's praying to a crucifix and he's like, you send a little my way or something like that. And they're, Put in a good word for They're, they're friends now. Um, yeah. But, and, but it's also... They're driving up on the Jeep, and he's like, this guy Cooper, David Carradine. He's like, why are they Why are they sending him on this? And the guy's like, you should be thankful that they're sending him on this, because his motto is he never never leaves a man behind. Everybody comes back. Mm-hmm. Which will come up a lot. Yeah. I mean, at some point, maybe we could discuss the, the ethics and the morality involved in that, but uh, yeah, it does kind of make movies well, like Saving Private Ryan feel sort of silly if you think about him for a second at least as Super Bright run it is acknowledged multiple times that it's this a, is really stupid yeah sure yeah this movie not so much no not really uh the one guy who kind of d- disagrees with whatever david carradine is doing is presented as the wild card who's also just a piece of shit yeah he's just he's just blank antagonist i mean it's just like whenever you need him to do something that's antagonistic He'll do he it. is the personification of in all the Back to the Future sequels. Whenever anyone calls Marty a chicken, something okay. we need conflict. It needs to happen somehow. This guy's just going to do it because sure. reasons. Yeah. So I mean, they go in guns blazing, and this is where we get some of our helicopter stunting. That uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they do some strafing runs, which you know, helicopter strafing runs are kind of crazy because you you come in like over the the canopy of the tree line, and then you like dive down like really fast well, and like you know like inches from the fucking ground and then like yeah. start firing missiles and shit. i mean there's just... a shot where there are four choppers in a row and they're probably at maybe 15 feet off of this river and they're following the river itself yeah. with you know you've got a canopy yeah. on either side yep. and these guys are just kind of winding their way through one chopper after the other and it's mm-hmm. just like one of those things it's like when you think about the logistics of actually flying that you're like Holy shit, that's dangerous. Yeah. Like that these guys I mean, obviously these guys know what the fuck they're doing. So the one of my family friends growing up, he was a a medevac chopper pilot in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um he also ended up being an air traffic controller, which is like, okay, <laughs> yeah, you've already this had the most. This man likes stress. You've already had the most stressful job on earth, so yeah, you go for the he's second most stressful. sitting on there, like almost falling asleep because it's like this is so easy. Yeah. Pretty much, he never complained about yeah, his job. Yeah, sure. um, but like, that's all those guys did was fly like fly that kind of shit, and there were a ton of them, uh, the ones who lived, um, and they became like they did things like. Um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, air rescue choppers, life flight mm-hmm. chopper pilots, yeah, and uh, pilots for movies and shit. They yeah. they had like three or four career paths aside from air traffic controller, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tons of those guys ended up doing doing stuff like this. And yeah. I mean, they're flying Hueys. It's what they're used to. They're fucking good at it. Yeah, uh, these but, guys but are it's ins- just like it's insane. Just, yeah, it's like this is for a movie. This isn't like. 
Right. Got to get in there and and save these guys, you know, like actual literal stuff. You right. know, this is like we're making a movie about this dumb shit. I, but I mean, at the same time, yeah, as you were saying, this is probably things they've they've done a hundred times, and this time they're not being shot at. So I mean, it's like this <laughs> yeah. is probably pretty easy. Oh, those explosions aren't trying to kill me. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'll be taking a nap. Let me know when you need something. Yeah. I also wonder how many of these guys like got their PTSD reactivated by doing some of this <laughs> shit for a or you know Golden Globus. Yeah. Hopefully not. Man. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully not. So. Hopefully they were like, no, nah, this is awesome. I love doing it. So whatever. But, you know, it's just like yeah. the 80s, man. It was Th- a different was, time. It really was. And and I, I mean, I know there's been plenty written about basically like, let's just redo Vietnam in every movie. Because we lost. Uh-huh. And like reasoning with that and being like, America's still the best and we're awesome. And it's like, yeah, but... And then, like, just just basically all the all these nom movies that are are just like, let's just go back and do it right this time mm-hmm. in the movie. Oh, I mean, it, you know, it, obviously Rambo two being like the biggest, what the shit, man. I, I, I hate to say it, that. but I mean, you know, we are serious. I mean, I feel like we're veering out of podcast territory, talking territory now. But I feel <laughs> Sorry. like we're, uh, I feel like we're in serious jeopardy of at some point history being corrupted because. Like, you know, movies and stuff are going to be how people think things were at some point in time. I mean, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's just it's it feels like that's they the way become we're going. the document. Yeah, they become record. like, the you know, almost like a documentary. And I feel like people are going to realize what actually happened in Vietnam unless they watch some of the later movies that are more truthful about it. But yeah, like Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was, I was <laughs> thinking that I wasn't that was th- I wasn't thinking like the quiet American <laughs> or anything like that. I was definitely thinking of Operation Dumbo Drop. The true tales of Vietnam, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it had Dennis Leary. He was he was a guy who could get what you needed, mm-hmm. but he still had to go on the mission. That's true, and get yelled at by Ray Liotta. Mm-hmm. So anyway, these things are all true. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But they go on the mission, and it 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 goes badly. It's a stunt spectacular in the beginning, but it's also them just running around shooting at nothing and it it's one of those cases where we're watching it going is this just bad filmmaking or is there nobody in this camp yeah i mean it 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 goes on a little too long for the explanation that we're given that it is a vacant camp and a booby trap but because i mean you would think you were like you know a couple shots fired of like ah wait you know, like not yeah, five cause, cause prolonged mean, minutes of shooting. At yeah, I, I mean, they have they have the the choppers take out all the towers, take out all the buildings, but the the cage in the middle. Guys, they land, storm the place, are just shooting up everything, and then it's just like there's they haven't killed anybody, or, or at least none. No, there we have not seen a body. Yeah, the gunfire starts slowing down until like one guy like bursts into a hut, and he's just like, "There's literally nothing here," and he yeah. kind of comes out and looks at. David Carradine, like, bro. And he's like, yeah, I know. Cease fire. (laughs) And it still takes him, like, two minutes to stop firing because the guys are just like, I came here to kill something today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but it's also classic 80s, like, firing from the hip. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, nobody looks down. I don't think, I think the only time anyone looks down sights is when David Carradine has to precisely shoot something to blow it up. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, this entire movie, there are dudes who are just like, not shooting at the sky, but like shooting just above the tree line, mm-hmm. you know, just 
dumb shit like that. Yeah, I mean, the, this is kind of like, I was watching the scene and I couldn't help but think of the, uh, I mean, I know it's more supposed to be a direct parody to uh, Rambo, but like the, the, the cross between like what's in UHF and Hot Shots 2, like when mm-hmm. the when he's just sidearming the, the dual M16s and like mm-hmm. the, the kill count is like going up on, on Hot <laughs> yeah. Shots 2, but he, and he's just not aiming at anything. And yeah, yeah. Because there's a couple times where David Carradine will just pop out of something. I mean, later when there's actually guys to shoot at, unlike this empty camp, and just with no cover, just hit seven of them perfectly. You know, the perfect one-man army, like, bang, 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 bang. Well, yeah. Sure. He's playing Call of Duty on veteran. (laughs) Right. You know? Somehow avoiding the spamming of grenades. Yep. But, yeah. um, But, yeah, it's an ambush, obviously, and uh, it it gets Teague shot. I guess basically everybody shot. I think like one helicopter takes off with the people and then everybody else waits around for David Carradine. Yeah, there's a second helicopter where all Teague. the guys get to it and he's like, where's Teague? And goes back in. And I mean, this is a camp that's just now swarming with dudes. Mm-hmm. And he goes in to get the one guy who clearly has been shot multiple times. Right. And as he's carrying him out, uh, somebody just lines up a bazooka and farewell to that chopper. Yeah. That bazooka got to that chopper. Yeah. Yeah. So so to in order to save that one guy, he sacrificed all the lives of the other guys. Yeah. And he didn't and seem then to be in a hurry getting back with the guy. I mean, I know he's carrying a guy on his back, but like he was not. But hurrying. also there's also, a lot of like, man, why couldn't you just park the chopper closer type scenes? Yeah. And also, like, none of those dudes in the chopper were laying down any covering fire. No. They're just waving right. sitting there. <laughs> they're like the, they're like the dad at the finish line. Like, come on, man, you can make it. Yep. Let's do yep. this. And yeah, help we, them. Yeah, like at least hop down. Somebody take Teague from him. Right. Maybe Anything. maybe somebody else could do a, sh- a shoot in the direction of the enemy. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps. Oh well. I mean, yeah, covering fire is usually a good idea when you're running through a marsh that's yes. wide open. But yeah, but no, the chopper gets blown up. All his guys die. He's uh, dead anyway. Yeah, he runs into the... It, somehow he gets into the jungle. Right. And this is another thing that this movie does a lot, is it's just suddenly like, all right, here we are. And you're like, wait, how did we get from point A to point yeah. B? How did you escape the entire battalion of VC that were yeah. charging in on you? Because suddenly he's just in the middle of the forest, still got Teague on his shoulder. And it eventually gets to the point where he's like, Teague. And it's like, no answer, and drops him down. And it's like, yeah, the dude got shot enough times. He bled out. Mm-hmm. He's done. And then immediately, the Viet Cong is on him, and he is now a POW. POW. Prisoner of war. Um, For those not, not into acronyms. Yeah, not the thing in Mario Brothers that knocks out everybody yeah. on the screen. Or the way of the fist. Right. But yeah, he's he's now captured. And uh, this is when we're introduced to Steve James. Yes. Oh, yeah, uh, but okay, first, yeah. Vin, who is uh, played by Mako, who is Correct. who runs the camp. And he's he's the guy in charge of the camp. And this is where you're like, okay, so this is going to be one of those. They're going to be tortured by this guy. This guy's going to be a dick to them for, you know, the next two, you know, the next act of the movie. And eventually they're going to have some kind of way of breaking out and they're going to kill him in a gruesome way to get their revenge. And yeah, that's going to be, you know, you're thinking like your great escape type stuff. Yeah, it's going to be the great escape. But in, in Vietnam, instead of World War Two. Absolutely not. No, it's no. really it, like 
They even bring in the same motorcycle just to fuck with us at some point <laughs> yeah. in time. Yeah, and, and we're like, oh, the, where it goes is just very bizarre. And it's also, there's a point where we should mention that they had four screenwriters on this movie. And they all wrote an individual movie that happens during this movie. And they didn't throw out any of their ideas. <laughs> They're like, no, that sounds great. We're using that, too. Because they... A brainy gremlin? It's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, because Vin is basically like, uh, as soon as he's he's caught Cooper, they're like, like they radio into him. They're like, you have the highest ranking American POW. Right. Uh, you're turning him into us because we're going to fucking put him on trial and execute him. And so here he realizes this, Vin realizes this is his bargaining chip to get a trip to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been stealing gold and jewelry and some other gold, I guess, mm. from POWs. And so he's going to use Cooper plus his gold to buy his way to America. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got yeah very various jewelry, but I, I don't know if the gold bars are like if he's an amateur smelter and this is like other gold he's gotten before. <laughs> they or if it's they like... said he got it off one of the spies somehow. Sure, sure. Okay, it looked crudely melted down, so perhaps... Yeah. Perhaps he was a a goldsmith, uh, not the Odyssey kind, but mm-hmm. the yeah Vietnam yeah. kind. Yeah, he's definitely not a Jerry. It's the wrong yeah. war again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean he's he's Charlie basically goldsmith. he's basically you know pulling a Christoph Waltz in Inglorious Bastards yeah. at the end, where it's just like uh, pretty much yeah. yeah, war's over. I'm I'm getting mine, and I'm going to the U.S. Let's let's yeah. work this out. Like, yeah, like that that's his angle. Also, the Paris Peace Treaty. Or the Paris peace talks are going on around mm-hmm. right now, so yeah. like the war is right about to. End. Yeah, they're basically like somehow they know there's only like five days. Well, the, the colonel in the beginning says five days. I don't know if Vin is aware of that, but I figure he must be because he, is, he knows he like mentions, he mentions it. Yeah, it, it's time to go, and so it's like suddenly we don't really have necessarily an antagonist because it's like the, it's not like he and Cooper are getting along because Cooper Cooper's uh reticence to go the cooper's going against this plan is because the deal is just for him and he's like no all the guys are coming or i'm not going right. and so that is the point of conflict but it's more like vin's like i don't want to kill anybody i'd like i just want to get out of here and you're my ticket to do it yeah and there's like half a second because sparks which is the 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 internal antagonist not not the external yeah. antagonist and another random guy decide to make a break for it. Yeah. Well, well let's jump back. Okay. We, we got a bunch of POWs sure, there sure. among them. Steve James. The fucking man, Steve James. Yes. And, and then Sparks, who's basically the Charlie Day wild card of this group. Yeah. And there's like six or seven other guys, maybe. Yeah. And they've been there a while. There's one guy who's just been in the, the pit, which is this is one of those camps that's set up like where it's all built on top of water. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the cage is in the water and the guy is basically his head is above water and that's how he has to live. Um, yeah, I mean, the, but, the, the normal cage is like only partially submerged. Yeah. I mean, it's not a great living condition, but it's not no. fully in the water. Yeah. But Sparks is just immediately, whatever you guys are doing, that's stupid. Fuck all y'all. As soon as they put Cooper in, he's like ready to fight Cooper. Oh, he does fight him. I mean, he yeah. comes at him with fists for some reason right off the bat. But then eventually, because he basically tells him like, "No, yeah. th- here's what we're gonna do." Because because as soon as Cooper walks in, he's like, "All right, who's the head of the escape committee?" 
And Steve James is like, we kind of don't have one. And he's like, well, fine. I am, I am now. Yeah. Here's how we're going to do this. And, and you're like, guy, okay. Yeah, the other guy's like, I'm already getting out tonight. Fuck you. And yeah, I'm not listening yeah. to you. He's like, we should do this all together. He's like, nope, nope, nope. We're being Joe over here. We're leaving and we're yeah. going to, and we're going to take stub, stub toe Charlie over here. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's one guy that's in the cage. Is Steve the, the guy in the cage? Okay. Steve is the guy in the cage. He just perpetually has like a stub toe. I, he does not seem to be. A, he had something wrong with his leg. There's like, he's got a little bit of black on his foot. I mean, like where it looks like he just like comically had some like, you know, gunpowder misfire. Like, right. You know, cartoon gunpowder. Yeah. Cartoon, you know, but I'm just saying like, he's constantly like my leg. I can't walk. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look that bad though. I'm just saying it's. Yeah. It It is odd because I, David Carradine gets to fight him and use some of his uh, kung fu moves on him mm. poorly it is a very slow motion fight like david Carradine seems like he's having trouble moving around during this fight yeah it's not great it yeah. is not great at all he may have been slightly out of breath yeah but he beats the hell out of him either way uh it, story-wise at least yeah and uh then and then but then that's when sparks wildcard is just like nah fuck you i'm leaving anyway mm-hmm and, he, and then he tells the other guy, you need to watch your back because he's not going to something goes wrong. He's not going to be there for you. And but strangely, Sparks is like obsessed with getting Steve out. And then they get to the cage and Steve's like, yeah, can't I can't run like I'm not going to be able to do this. He's like, all right, man, your fucking funeral later. Yeah. And then they have a really long like we're going to sneak under the bamboo bridges while the guards and stuff. Like it's this prolonged, like oh no, the guards are right here, and then mm-hmm. they're leading, uh, you know, David Carradine away. Yeah, and then cut to those guys are just they've made it out of the camp and they're full full bore sprinting. And in it's the in the day. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. just like it, that's one of those like jump to oh, I guess they got out and they're you know running. Except I think it sparks runs through like the trap and then it springs for the guy behind him because like one of those bamboo yeah. spike things uh, hits him in the chest uh, and sparks just looks back and is like. Well, smell you later. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a pallet covered in spikes. Yeah. And it just tags this guy. And we're like, oh, dude, that guy got fucking And wrecked. he seriously like looks back for like half a second and is just like, eh. oh, well. Yeah, and runs. Which is weird because like his motivation of like caring is very strange. He seemed to have concern for this guy and the guy who stubbed his toe, Steve or whatever. Not Steve James, the character Steve. Yeah. Because Steve. Steve James is actually Lee, I believe. Yes. Lee Johnson. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, cause they call him Lee at some points and Johnson at other points, but, uh, um, anyway, but he seems to care about these guys probably cause they're in his unit or whatever. But then, like I said, this guy gets hit with the bamboo spikes and he's just like, I think it's because whatever. they were guys he could bully around. He could guys, he could boss yeah, around. Sure. That seems pretty plausible. Yeah. yeah. But the one guy is like, sparks. <laughs> and he yeah. just takes off. Um, and then Vin drags him back to camp in a truck covered up. Yeah. Like unveils the 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 cover. I yeah, guess I guess the, the guys, cover of the, the prisoners. The guys know something is weird yeah. because they've been there long enough. They know the schedule. They're yeah. like, uh, the truck isn't due for another yeah. day. What's but going on? I guess they had the prisoners covered up like a bird so they could sleep or something. Because yeah. they uncover the prisoners and uh, and then they're just like uh, unwhip the truck and he's still impaled on the bamboo thing. And they're just like, ah, see, see. And then they shoot him in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that he was still alive. Mm-hmm. I was too, because that man got spiked a bunch. He did. He in did. the chest and upper body area. Like a goddamn pincushion. Again, it's yeah. probably fine once you move, remove the spikes. That's when the problem happens. I don't think it's fine. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think it's fine. <laughs> I think it probably hurts a lot. I mean, it probably hurts a lot, yeah. But I, I mean, And like, if it know. has penetrated <laughs> one's lung or heart, perhaps that could be an issue. That could be an issue. Or, yes. or one's bowels. 
Yeah. It seemed high enough to not uh he not was, he disembowel got, the he man. He got spiked a lot. Yeah. He, he did get he did get spiked pretty hard. Yeah, like a lemonade. Anyway. <sighs> yeah, so he's dead. Yeah, he's dead and, and this is like for half a second they're like, you know, we're going to keep killing these guys cuz they can they can't catch sparks like 2 seconds later anyway. Does he or he goes and tries to have sex with a hooker no that's no he, oh, that's way later he yeah, just runs later. into a bunch of kids and yeah. tries to hide in a rice paddy and the kids are like dumb motherfucker yeah dumb motherfucker and then he talks some shit at the kid and then the next thing we see is, is he's captured again yeah he's captured and yeah and he you know ben threatens to shoot him too and still like david carradine's like all or nothing yeah, yeah. and it is weird because this is, he says for a guy sparks who has been so vehemently against helping anyone else he goes don't you make any fucking deals with him cooper over me or something like that yeah and and we're like okay yeah this this movie has shoot him because this guy's really annoying weird like wavering moralities constantly or you know well and it's also just sparks like you know we've talked about situational awareness in characters where you're just like completely losing track of like uh no there's like present danger here but oh look, shiny thing! I need to deal with. I yeah. I need this right now. This is more important. And it's like no, no, dying is is more not dying is more important than picking up a piece of gold. Yeah, you know, like and in a better movie, this would be Sparks like grappling with his morality for the entire entirety of the yeah. time. In this one, it's just he seems inconsistent. Yeah, and generally shitty for a while until he's not. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. But I mean, like, but this part seems weird. Like, it seems almost against character for yeah. him to be like, don't you give him anything. You know, and yeah. it's like, like I said, no, it, no. The, the, the way this guy has been portrayed, he should be like, dude, help me, Cooper. Yeah. Don't I, let them kill me. You I, know, that I, sort of shit. I hate that this popped I didn't in think my it head. was the same oh. character. Yeah. I hate that this popped in my head, but it just did. I feel like someone was extremely shittily, and that's not a word, but trying to do the good and the bad and the ugly <laughs> sort of i mean like because i mean like if yeah, you think about I mean, it it's like you've got david carradine and you've got vin and you got him it's mm-hmm. sort of like you've got that dynamic it yeah. just doesn't none of it plays out in any way similar to well, a good movie like that but and eli wallach is so he's like he's shitty but he's charismatic and likable right right i yes i yeah I, yeah i i mean it it's a bad version of that, but I mean, I'm yeah. just saying amongst no, I, the four, amongst saying. the four screenwriters, maybe that was somebody's intention to rip that movie off. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work. No, <laughs> but, but what happens is Vin shoots, he's taking aim at him with his pistol and then he shoots the rope above him. Yes. Says, you win Cooper. And yeah. then that's when they decide they're leaving. He's packing them all up. He's going to put them all. They put them all in the back of their water truck. Is I, or was it either or gas? I mean, it, either way, it was, I wasn't sure which it should be. It was not a. It was a weird cover vehicle, a liquid truck. Yeah, because it was. Yeah, it I was mean, it's full a of holes. Tanker truck. So I mean, yeah. it was never going to be completely full of liquid anyway, yeah. even for guard's sake. But right. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why they used that one because mm-hmm. it was already shitty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so all the dudes are packed in there, and I guess Vin's soldiers are in on part of this. They seem to they, have come along, yeah. Yeah, because very there's very little anything personality given to any of them. They're just kind of there. Vin soldiers, yeah. Oh yeah, they're all just you know they're, they're all just the bad guys. And it's also just like they're all just 
following whatever he tells them to do. And it's like here he's like he is straight up betraying his country. Right. It's and they're also, all just kind of along for the ride. They're like, oh, okay. It's also entirely possible that they just like they figure they're part of the deal. Well, or they just figure like, all right, well, this is our commanding officer. We listen to what he tells us. We just yeah. do what he says. I guess. It, it's just again, it's like I what is what is these characters' motivation for any of this? But yeah, they're along for it because uh, they get to a checkpoint and another uh, like a corporal or somebody's like, so uh, who's the American? And he's like, he's he's a high ranking prisoner taking him to Hanoi. Mm-hmm. Let me go. And so he spends his time inspecting the vehicle, inspecting everything. And then eventually he comes around and it's just and he's just like, can we go now? And he's like, no. Step out of the vehicle. I'm inspecting everything. Hanoi is the other direction. Yep. And then he goes, Vin just goes, all right, fuck it. Shoots him. And he's like, go, 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 go. And his guys are like, uh, okay, we're doing this. They're along with it for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. yeah. And this starts a chase where they impotently shoot missiles at them. They do. They shoot. Well, yeah, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of, I thought it was mortars, but that was the. In the beginning. In the beginning. Scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they're just shooting these rockets, and again, like nobody aims any weapons in this movie. Well, this is like—I I mean, I'm sure this was a—this had to be based on some sort of real vehicle. I've never known the name of them, but I mean, like this was a GI Joe vehicle, like you know, tons of tiny little missiles. Yeah, what they call it a Sam. I mean, no, the Sam is a, a surface air, air missile. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, but that's what they all seem to be like. It's just it, like a, they're it's all a, yeah. rocket battery. Yeah, it's sort. that tic tac toe thing of. That the just grid of rockets. Yeah. I yeah. mean, this this one plays out like it's just you know a bottle rocket launcher because it's yeah, <laughs> just about yeah. But except when it needs to be sure. and it blows a hole in the bridge. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they they get trapped at a bridge and then basically sort of decide to hide under the remnants of the bridge. Yeah, and, and they use it for happens. cover yeah. so that they can get all the guys out. It just ends up they're here for a very like way too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just one of those action scenes that just doesn't it doesn't make sense. No. They're just being like randomly bombed, and but everyone's like, "Well, let's just take our time." And because uh, Sparks ends up like on one of the jeeps that's like stuck up top, mm-hmm. finds the gold as he's supposed to be starting the jeep up and getting it out of there or something. I don't yeah. actually. I don't even know if that was his order, if he or if he was just like, "Sweet, I'm going to take this jeep and get the fuck out of here and leave these out." No, the the, the uh, Vin told him okay. to go get the to go yeah. get that. But jeep he spots the gold, him. so now he he's like, "Oh, I I want the gold, and I don't yeah. care about the battle going on." Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but they end up unsticking the jeep and then driving it under the bridge a whole bunch more bullshit happens well yeah well what it, it's it's basically the three of them again it's mm-hmm. vin cooper and sparks right and cooper and sparks are in the jeep and vin is like is coming up the up the hill yelling at them he's like we had a deal what are we doing right and he gets kind of blown up or at least he gets launched into the air from a rocket hitting behind him yeah knocks him out and then Cooper stops Sparks from shooting him because because he's just like, we don't shoot wounded guys. Sure. This will come back to bite them because, of course, it <laughs> we will. We only napalm children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, welcome you know, to the, I mean, yeah. welcome to Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> this is the, it's Vietnam talk. This You're is an that 80s kind of version. Of I mean, Vietnam. sorry. Yeah, I, I know. Hey, don't bring facts into I, this shit. Terribly sorry. Yeah. But um, but yeah, but so they take off, and then it's it's Vin has told his guys shoot them if I don't come back, 
and they come back. They're like, uh, Vin, he's just taking a nap. And then he gives kind of like a little sign to Steve James. And this starts another yeah, fight. Tell Steve to steal third. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, they're able to overtake all the guards that were with them. And, uh, at some point, Sparks grabs uh, grabs an assault rifle, sorry, an Armalite, uh, and shoots a <laughs> dude. You know, he shoots one of the guards, but then he shoots uh, Steve behind him. Like, clearly, he's already killed the guy, and then he just immediately double taps Steve right behind him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's because he's bad at shooting or if he's actually trying to kill Steve. No, I think he's just bad, but it's like there's a pause between when he shoots him and then when he shoots the other guy and you're like, Oh, yeah. uh, uh, okay. But yeah, he realizes he's done this. And then from this point, he just fucking takes off. Doesn't he? Are you talking about sparks? Yeah. I well, yeah, he... well, yeah, they all leave. They all get up there. Well, yeah, he jumps, and... he jumps in the Jeep, still assuming the gold's in there. And then, cause his idea was well, we yeah. can jump the remnants of the bridge. Well, I mean, the bridge is demolished in, in the way. Well, this that... is oh, later on. Bri- yeah. This is later uh, on. What uh, happens is they, there, there were explosives on the truck and that's how, how Vin also kept oh, right. Cooper in line. Yeah, no, yeah, and so then they're like, all right, this whole platoon is advancing on us. We got to just blow up this bridge. And so he, like the, the other guy, the one other guy with the glasses that I don't know why, but I, I guess uh, Sparks was buddies with him too. Kind of not. No, not really. Cause they but gave he, him a gun and told him to watch Sparks. at one. Yeah. Point. And, and once again, to do it. once again, he cared, Sparks cared a lot about this for some reason, because Sparks gets to the other group. They're like, he's like, "Where's Cooper in them?" And he's and they're like, "Oh, well, they're they're setting up bombs on the truck." And he's like, "What are you? What?" And he runs back yeah. to stop them from blowing up the truck for whatever yeah, like, reason. Where's Steve? Yeah, Steve's okay. still at the bridge. Yeah, and they put the they put a grenade on top of the explosives. This is the only time David Carradine aims his gun at anything, mm-hmm. and he blows up the brit the truck underneath the bridge just as the. Viet Cong truck is going over at the top of it. Mm-hmm. And it is a good explosion because oh, it boy, knocks it all those other guys back because yeah. they were kind of like right behind him and it knocks their asses off their feet. It's yeah. good. That's one thing. Like, it's a canon movie, so they're blowing shit up in the ways you want to see shit blow up. Yeah. And I mean, there's even like good incidental explosions in the background in some of these scenes. Like mm-hmm. when they're fucking around with the Jeep on top of the bridge and they're just randomly firing their bottle rocket missiles at them. Like, there's some decent sized explosions happening behind them. Yeah, like yeah, the, it's not quite apocalypse now. It's at least like a good doomsday sometime. Yeah, but but it's like <laughs> clearly, clearly the Philippines does not have many ordinances about you know blowing shit up in their jungles. Nope, at least not in the 80s. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, they all get out of there because they've blown the bridge up. They've bought themselves some time because the guys can't chase them, even though technically they could just drive down exactly they could do where the they went. They did. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, uh, from here I guess is where they get to a point where the the other bridge is busted, and oh, wait, he was, wa- he wants wasn't this just yeah this was Sparks wants to jump it. I just realized this was all a bridge over just a ravine. Yeah, there's not even water down there. There was was there? Yeah, there was water, and because they're talking about okay, it's a river, we need to find boats. Now that's again, I think that's the later that's the like bigger bridge that's like. Over an, this little thing where they stop and have the rocket war, I'm pretty sure it was just a ravine. Oh, there's oh, water yeah, down yeah, there. It is. Yeah. There, there was a little bit. It's but not, not deep much. because yeah. the like the, the mean, truck could drive. Yeah, through Yeah, I was gonna it. say, don't they just like walk? I mean, this is like yeah, the bridge. Walking but, around. This but is like the bridge come, over the river. What they wide. come to later <laughs> is like just more busted ass bridges, and it's and the guys like I can, of course, Sparks is like, well, I could just ramp it, you know, and you guys can meet me on the other side. And he's like, everybody's like, no, that's stupid, because and, and clearly he couldn't. 
because what they show is missing a whole lot of bridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that won't I think, matter. I think he could have made it. Uh, I think he does. Later. I mean, the rest of this movie yeah. is based on little kid GI Joe physics. I mean, it, it, I'm just saying much, that. Yeah. Like, Very true. Know, so yeah, so some of them go off to basically steal boats from a camp because they see a boat come around, they all hide from it, and then they go in at night to steal their their canoes. And this is kind of where the movie just decides to start splintering the fuck all over the place mm-hmm. because while they're stealing the boats, Vin shows up. Takes one of the uh, one of the POWs hostage, and is like, "Give me the gold. I just want the fucking gold." Right. And this is when Sparks basically fucks up and lets Vin shoot that dude in the head, and just takes off to get the jeep and get the fuck out of there with the with the gold. Mm-hmm. He actually ramps it. Yeah. Makes it. Yeah. This is this is where Vin he... ramps it, makes it. Right. And they start a jeep chase, which then. Cut to like the next day, and they're basically in like the refugee exodus from like yeah. North Vietnam. Yeah, and somehow they're still locked in their high speed chase with like you know fifty Bedouins behind them. I'm just saying, like it's like there's like random like you know refugees behind them and stuff, and it's just like how did you maintain like you didn't get closer like at any point yeah. in time, and you just somehow maintained this distance, and a crowd formed around you. Yeah, like it <laughs> makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't. But yes, they were locked in that. But I, I think because eventually he gets out of that. I think he just ditches. No, he he gets out. He he oh, ditches no. the crowd and just he drives through the, the crowd. Jungle. And yeah. he's and he's just gunning it yeah. through the jungle. He's whipping ass through the jungle and then hits that cliff and just. Yeah. Uh, dude, I I'll admit I fucking love how this plays out. I mean, this is like this is like a rundown stunt, like the rundown. But like you know, because they do a jeep like yeah. off a mountain stunt like this kind yeah, of Yeah, this is one of those stunts that I'm like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like a human being did this. That's not mm-hmm. it should that it's a bad idea because he goes off this cliff and it's it's a convertible jeep, but the guy just flies forward out of it. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And just gets launched forward and I'm like, "Man, if you fuck this up, you die." Well, you know you got to be like you know, you probably got to have like it, the 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 accelerator locked in place if you don't have cruise control, like with a brick or whatever. Yeah. Or or, or uh, whatever. The the what was that thing called? The club. The club. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That used to be good for like jamming things into place. But uh, yeah. um and then you know you're just like you're just standing there like ready to jump. You have to be like you have to be like just ready to yeah, hit that. Yeah, but like your like, timing has to be so good. Sure, yeah, I mean, and you're only getting one take at this. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. But it looks awesome it when does. it happens. Yeah. But anyway, he gets himself out of that river and just ends up back in a city. I don't know if yeah. it's, uh, you know, uh, Saigon or what. I, I don't think they're in South. I don't know where the hell they are, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's in a city, finds a random sex worker, goes to his room and has a weird like, oh, God, the things I've seen, the things I've done. Yeah. I can't have sex right now. <laughs> I'm impotent. Get away from me, bitch. You know, I mean, it's just, yeah. it's like it's so weird. He just has. Again, this movie is just so bizarre. Like. Yeah. how many tones it's trying to take because like it, they clearly this guy looks like i mean he looks sort of like a young don johnson he looks kind of like a young martin sheen i mean it points i mean i'm just saying like it's like <laughs> his it's so look weird. is all over the place yeah i mean like in this scene they like they clearly look like they were trying to play up the apocalypse now martin sheen look yeah. of yeah. him he's I, a good looking guy he's yeah. got like like very blue eyes yeah. oh yeah and they they take advantage of that in some close-ups yeah. yeah he's just got that like annoying what i call like george michael beard where it's just mm-hmm. like i i don't know beards like that are just kind of annoying to me where it's just like 
It's, they're, they're too perfect. Well, they're too perfect, and like they're too short, and like I don't know how someone can get their 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 facial hair to be that thick and that short. That's yeah. what I don't understand. Like no one should be able to do that. <laughs> That's what my opinion anyway. It helps to be Greek. Okay. <laughs> it does. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I mean, he he has the whole thing where he has just flashbacks to stuff we've already seen of him basically getting his friends killed, mm-hmm. and then. He's like, I can't do this. Yeah, and then Ben and just like, or you know, he kicks the, the the prostitute out, and then Ben basically catches him like laying in bed. Yeah, you know, thinking just, about everything he's done. Yeah, just sniffing up syphilis. Yeah, in there. Oh yeah, he's, syphilis. Yeah, yeah, he's he's basically like put his he's put his face like right in the wet spot. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry, there's no other bad. way to say it. Yeah, yeah. that it, entire bed is a wet spot. I mean, but that right where he put it was like directly like that's. Yeah. yeah, I mean that bed was crunchy, regardless. Well, so yeah. you know, but either way, Vin, have Vin a crunchy roll. <laughs> yeah, Vin comes in. And he's just like, "Hey, fucker, where's the gold?" Uh-huh. And then he's like, "Uh, Cooper's got it, man. Get you can get it from Cooper." Because as he was getting out of the uh, out of the jeep in the river, he tried to open all the boxes that had all the gold, and none of it was in there. Yeah, and so he's like, "God damn it!" So he's he did somehow take a uh, Teague's. Uh, crucifix at some point in time yes. though because he is wearing that yeah he got that when he first searched the thing uh, i think he took that he, yeah. but um but yeah so to get away from vin he basically defenestrates himself out the window mm-hmm. and runs away which is weird because like a second later he's like go and shoot me be doing me a favor and then he's like okay click, click and then he's like change my mind yeah <laughs> yeah my whole planet needs me mm-hmm. <laughs> uh meanwhile uh as all this has been going on David Carradine has stolen two boats and picked up everybody else and like, all right, we're going down the river, man. We're making this happen. And so they're canoeing down the river and the dorky guy with the glasses is like giving them facts about coconuts. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do you know so much stuff? Why are you so smart? And, you know, he's like, well, I don't know how to get dates with girls with big tits. And Steve James has to tell him, I'll help you find it. I'll hope that I'll make that happen for you when we get back. And to me, I'm going, oh, no, they're going to kill Steve James. <laughs> right. Because he's already spoken about getting back home and doing something. Oh, no. That's not good. He has made a promise, yeah. given advice. But it's, no. a, but it's for somebody else. Is that Does that kill you? I think it's I, like, I just figured they were both dead. Well, I feel like if, if your desire is to get home to do something for yourself, automatic death sentence. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, when we get home, but like, I, I will take you fishing. Fatherly figure, though, you yeah, know. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's a recipe I mean, for disaster. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, Velma wasn't Batman. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. The the one guy kept losing his, like, oh, no, my glasses. I took a, took to calling him Velma. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, so they're just, uh, they're canoeing down a river. They hit some rapids. They're like, oh, no. And then at some point they realize, oh, fuck, we're going to go over a waterfall. And yeah. right before it, David Carradine's is like, we got a bail. And so he jumps out. Steve James jumps out. And the guy in the back of the boat's like, huh? Yeah, nobody nobody told told Chris to bail. Yeah, nobody told yeah. Chris. That was, that was a, a joke because there's an actor. <laughs> but yeah, he goes he goes down. He that guy goes all over the waterfall. And then the other group's like, oh shit. And they get and they bail, and that's when, when Velma loses his glasses. And then they're they're just like, well, what about Chris? And you're like, uh Yeah. He's done. He's done. Yeah, they've been slowly whittling down this group. Something I didn't realize. It's hard to scream that name, like, you know, in in pain and loss. They're just like Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's and like, and, oh, yeah. and the thing is, you you see the guy go over the cliff, and you're like, 
oh man because yeah, the guy's in a boat you know they have the guy yeah come out of the boat and you're like oh maybe he's fine and then the <laughs> other boat comes down the waterfall yep. and you're like nope chris is done <laughs> i think you i think you have to use the full name when you're when you're screaming about it in pain and agony mm. christopher maybe. Know, that works yeah, but uh, so they've been whittling that crew down, and then they just kind of. Don't, just don't picks, they just walk he, around? He the just corner picks and... up his backpack out of water and is like, "All right, got to keep moving." By the way, he one hands this backpack that is a full of gold. Gold's heavy, man. Yes, it is. It would both rip through the bottom of that backpack and also not be able to be picked up. No, but standard movie stuff with gold. Yeah, of course. Don't they just like walk around the corner next and just find another two guys? Well, they're yeah, they're it's not they're walking down the river or whatever and then they get shot at and duck and then they basically yeah. do like a thunder flash thing except they're just because they hear something like who is that? And uh isn't that what they said in World War 2 is it thunder and flash isn't that the, wasn't that their click clicks? I I don't Man, know. I do not know. Oh, okay, sorry. I didn't mean to obscure. <laughs> It was a way to identify. I'm pretty sure that was what they said between. Well, like, this is Viet fucking Nam. Not okay, World War well, II, I mean, Harlow. but the person the is like gone. Uh, Velma, the nerdy guy, is like, "Who is the eleventh president?" And the guy's like, "Give us something easier." Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh, "All right, you're American. Come on out." And now, so they they've you know restocked some of their men. They're they're disposable right. men now. Lose yeah. one, add two. Yeah, yeah. and and these guys are like, "Hey, man." Uh, our radio got fucked. These guys are pinned down up there. They're screwed. And and they're like, but you don't want to go up there, man. You're going to be hamburger if you go up there. That's a bad call. And, of course, David Carradine being David Carradine in this movie is just like, I'm going to save him. Who's coming with me? <laughs> and Steve James is like, we're not. Like, we got a truck here. We can get the hell out. Those guys are dead anyway. Good luck in your future endeavors. <laughs> and yep. so he leaves. And then Steve James just kind of gives him the, I'm sorry, man. Look, like he's not being a dick about it. He's just like, dude, yeah. I, I'm so close to not dying <laughs> that I would prefer that. Yeah. And so, he yeah. says, uh, leave no man behind is a slogan, not a religion. Yeah. Carradine looks at him as like, for me. nope, <laughs> not for me. I've got, yeah. a I've got a tattooed in Latin on my ass. Yep. <laughs> and th and this is when he goes to uh, find this crew of guys who have been pinned down on this weird hill that's like... It's like... Geography, pocket. none of the geography of it makes any fucking sense really, whatsoever. No. Because it's like back to a river. It's, it's just... It, it makes no sense. Especially because the path to get to them is behind them and it and they had an escape route but that's cut there's just it's very confusing. if you think about it logistically it makes no sense whatsoever if you think about it in terms of somebody playing a call of duty level on veteran then this scene makes way more sense oh yeah because these guys are pinned down up here there's dozens of Viet Cong coming to kill them and David Carradine just comes through and fucking murders all of them Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, <laughs> because he he just comes from like the side, and they're like, "Well, we're not, yep. we weren't looking that way." Yeah, and he's just no scoping everybody. He's just yeah. like, huh? Yeah. No scope, one shots. Just yeah, just just through the whole damn thing. The the first guy he kills, though, he does. He's able to like he basically grabs his ankles and yanks him forward into the mud, and then stands on his head until he's dead. 
Well, except yeah. no, then he picks him up and, and hits him with the butt of his rifle. That's what kills him. It's the melee attack oh, really? in, in Call of Duty that yeah. always insta kills. Yeah. 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 I, but it's like an execution. I yeah. mean, and it, it's an extended scene with a lot going on, but it's just so chaotic and not in a like, oh, this is chaotic on purpose thing. It's like, no, this is just a lot of scenes thrown together of just David Carradine killing a bunch of dudes yeah this is where i was saying like he'll go like down in a foxhole and then pop out and there'll be seven guys there and he's just like and they all go down and he's fine yeah. you know just it's it's very like yeah and he only runs out, out of ammo like, if there's nobody around yeah and like yeah. i said it's very like you know i could just see the weird owl scene in uhf like yeah just, yeah. yeah yeah uh and eventually he gets to the top of the hill and he's just like where's your where's your team soldier you know and the because the guy's like who the fuck are you where'd you come from and he's like, you know, I'm Colonel Cooper. I'm doing all this good shit because I'm awesome. I'm Colonel Cooper. That's all you need to know. Yeah. You know, he's like, 101st. I'm, I'm badass. I'm going to save you. You know, and like, uh, he's like, all right, man, uh, escape routes that way. And then the guys go try to go the escape route. And, of course, tons of Viet Cong are there. Yep. So they have to come back the other way through everyone that uh, he that David Carradine has not killed yet. And uh, yeah. eventually they're like, ah, fuck, we're running out of ammo. We're pinned down. And that's when Steve James and company, of course, show up in yep. the truck. The cavalry arrives, and David Carradine pushes the giant gas tank down the hill, mm -hmm. and we get an extended sequence of the gas tank rolling down the hill until it explodes, and we're like, hooray, that's a good fireball. And then it explodes again. Yeah, yeah. it also rolled over a couple dudes. Yeah, it steamrolls yeah. a couple yeah. guys along and the way. Credit to the Foley guys. We got some, some good squishes. Mm -hmm. I think that was me. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know that it was actually doing that. I just did it every time. Oh, did you? Okay. <laughs> Credit to the in-house you know Bamcast Foley guy. Yeah. You uh, have improved our movie <sighs> experience. Yeah, I'm Thank sorry. You. I watched too many Police Academy movies lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but it the it blows up and then it blows up something else. And then there's like just one of those crane shots from way back. Yep. And just this entire hill is exploding. Yeah, it's pretty good. Everything is going up. And we're like, holy shit. Yeah, it's like flame broiled hill. Yeah. <laughs> Not just hamburger hill. <laughs> yeah. And they're and they're just driving through and all the and all the soldiers, all, all the Viet Congress are like, fuck, we're getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything blew up. What are we here for? And so they're running out of the way as they just take off in the truck. And uh yeah, they, they I guess have reached their extraction point. Well they 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 ride in the truck and they're like we're happy, we're happy we won and we're gonna acapella some proud Mary and, oh, then, yeah, and, that's then, right. and then they're getting to Bonton or wherever they're going. I, yeah. Again, I've been watching too much True Blood. I don't know what they actually said. Um, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, and that, but there's like the VC and Vin are like waiting for them there too. Mm -hmm. So I, it's yet another ambush. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they basically so, like fight them all until it like becomes like Vin gets down to like where the all the people that were like well, too hurt to be fighting in this are left behind. Well, like I mean, everybody gets killed immediately yeah. Yeah, in this they, ambush. The dudes in the truck, like they get fucking wrecked. I mean, there are very few dudes left yeah. at the end of this. But quote, it looks like in the end, they all sort of make it out. But the way it looks is that everyone has died. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, dudes are just like falling out of that truck dead. Yeah. But, the, but Vin the gets over to the de to the truck, like where the rest of the people are, and like is you know two handing grenades with the pins pulled, and it's like, you know, give me my gold or we all die, or mm -hmm. you know at least they all die. And, yeah. Uh, David Carradine. Oh, th there was uh, the only scratch that he took in the entire time. 
was jumping out of the truck after they crashed, there was a piece of metal that mm-hmm. jutted out, and he, yeah. he cut his arm on the way down. And uh, foreshadowing, yeah, it's Chekhov's rusted metal, mm-hmm. holy rusted metal, Batman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, but yes, it, uh, he's ended up like you know he grabs uh, Vin like with both hands and like jabs him up against this metal and paling him is able to like grab one grenade, but then one of them drops. And this is when uh, I don't think we even talked about Sparks went into like random U.S. camp and stole the Great Escape motorcycle. I mean, it's yeah. literally like the Triumph motorcycle, basically from the Great Escape. I mean, it's mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah. it's like basically standard military and issue or whatever. But I mean, it's like I I do like that as he like busts by the U.S. soldiers that are like trying to roadblock things. Mm-hmm. They're like, should we shoot him? They're like. No, he's going the wrong way anyway. Well, <laughs> this so. was clearly like the we don't give a fuck era of Vietnam because yeah. the place where he stole it, the, the, they were all sitting there drinking buds on the porch. Yeah, and, and playing and, guitar. And, and the one guy was like, yo, they stole your motorcycle. And he's like, bummer. And then, the, you know, they don't do anything. But yeah, he blows through a roadblock, I guess, going back into North Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> all why, got the, why the fuck do we care if they, you want to go that they've way? They've got the Vietnam War version of senioritis. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, I guess they they were like, if he wants to go that way, sure. I mean, yeah. his funeral. Um, yeah, I guess he met a girl or something. Yep. But this is his redemption because yeah. he guns the bike and then dives onto the grenade and mm-hmm. blows up underneath him. Yeah, déjà vu. And the guys are like, "Huh? Damn, it's yep. you, Sparks. What's left of you? Well, you earned his name. Yeah. I mean, because uh... <laughs> yeah." And, and he's somehow still alive. He's alive enough to to get a final line out. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and also during the whole hill battle, David Carradine made a point to bring down the American flag and take it with him. Oh God, yeah. And mm-hmm. they then put this flag on top of. Well, not before he was wearing, wearing it for out throughout most of the final. Like, oh no, yeah. we're going to die on this hill moment until the cavalry shows up, and then yes. Then he and James, he and Steve James, ceremoniously fold the flag up in the back of the truck, and then they unfurl it back to cover sparks, sparks. Yeah. and then carry him, carry which him they out. then pick up and yeah. carry to, try to carry to the. They carry what's left of him, I'm sure. Yeah, because the helicopters land on the end. He probably of the got dock. a little lighter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. chunks were missing. Uh, yeah, the, a little messier though, hmm. a little tougher to carry out of thing. But uh, but yeah, but, but the choppers land at the end of the dock, just a comically long dock. It's like a it's like a jetty, and it's yeah. like a hundred yards, and they land as far away as humanly yeah. possible. Yeah, because you see a whole bunch of Viet Cong coming down the hill. Yeah. They're like, "Hey, we're yeah. gonna kill you!" But it's like, they're not shooting at them. Keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like little kid GI Joe rules again because these guys are like coming at the chopper choppers, and they're like thirty feet away with their guns, like. Hey. We could be shooting, but we're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not in engagement rank oh, range for that uh, particular. Yeah, don't fire you until you see the whites of the guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they get off in the choppers, and it's it's the end of the movie. They fly off, and Steve James gets to live, and so does the guy that he promised to help find boobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Velma and Steve James are going to go out in the town. Yeah, I believe. I believe. The breasts were of a unique size, something like a. Uh, uh, you said mammary glands the size of Buicks. Buicks, yeah, That's Buicks, it. yeah. Which that woman would have back problems. That woman would have all sorts of problems. It depends she on the would. size of the woman. And the Buicks. That's true. Yeah. I don't know all makes and models. I think Buicks have always been typically fairly large. I don't know if any small Buicks. There's there's a couple. Okay, there's a couple. Yeah. 
Either way, one day he will see them. That's right. Thanks yeah. to David Carradine. He's probably the guy that invented the internet. I mean, I mean, okay. we know we know it's from DARPA. It's, it's army right military. Yeah. He was like, I need to see boobs, and he was like, I've got an idea. Yep. Hey Al, come on, let's go do this. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna figure out how to connect people who want to see boobs the size of Buicks with people who will draw boobs the size of Buicks. Alt.buick.boobies.com. Mm. Yeah. All right, there's no dot com at the end of alt, no. but I, I yeah. fucked that up. But he immediately hit the news groups. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Steve James says something like, "Man, I didn't think we were gonna make it," and David Carradine says. You know what? Neither did I. <laughs> Cue what should be the Lee Greenwood song as they're flying away, but they couldn't afford it. Yep. They blew that on what it was Delta Force Two or whatever it was. Missing action. Or, mm-hmm. I guess that was missing action. Delta Force Two. I think that's what's called. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no Stargrove or anything. Uh, apparently, almost all the entire soundtrack is recycled from other canon movies. Great. And it's all that kind of electronic. Drum, random electronic crap. Not really synthy, but more just like a clearly electronic drum sound. Yeah, throughout. Yeah, and then the song that plays over the end credits sounds like the music that you would hear like on a level of Double Dragon or something. Absolutely. Yeah. With the same music from the end credits too. <laughs> yeah, music doesn't really fit the. No, it does not fit Vietnam. I mean, the closest yeah, you get is, that, is the acapella Proud Mary. So there's your yeah. credence. Yep. Yep. L- lend some credence to this entire movie. Yeah, but man, th- this is like, to me, this is just the definition of a two jocks movie where it's like, yeah, some shit blew up. Some dudes did cool stuff. It had Steve James, but there's nothing that elevates this. Mm-hmm. And there's like three stories going on at one point, And you're just like, oh, wait, this isn't none of this is working. Like this is like Lisa Loeb in nine stories. Yeah, <laughs> like, like it, it just it. But it's still kind of like, you know what? I didn't. I wasn't mad at it. I didn't hate it. I, but I don't ever see myself watching this again, but I'd be like, you know what? If someone's like, yeah, man, I'm going to watch POW the escape. I'm like, I hope you have a good time. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, don't do that. You know, it's like, it's, it's just kind of like, sure. Like, do you there's... not, do you not have a copy of Rambo too? Yeah. <laughs> I would just say, have you seen all the other Steve James, Steve James movies? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then like, okay. Yeah. But there are better options than this. There are. But it's, you know, it's two jocks. It's not it's not terrible, but it's not good. I'm right there with you. I, yeah. I can't find anything to be really excited about for, with this. Mm-hmm. It's, some just, good it's just competent it's, enough. Yeah. I think that that's the problem. Is like, I need more incompetence. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, so yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they, they have all these stories. They manage to wrap them up, not like super well. It doesn't, the pacing isn't good. It doesn't flow nicely, but they manage to wrap them up. Nothing is horrible. Nothing is great either. It's just, mm-hmm. it's very mediocre. Yeah. And, and to think about like your good, the bad, and the ugly thing, like they even have like the whole Confederate war scene in the, in that chunk of the movie where it's suddenly like, hey, we're in this other thing that's not really related to any of the other shit, but yeah. guys are here. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and let's make it universal. Universal twos. Trip twos. Yeah, I mean, it's it's slightly better than what I would call a one-jocks movie just from the size of the explosions, but my God, is the as you said, the script is just 
shitty. <laughs> I mean, it's shitty. There's no other way to put it, really. It's it's not... With all the same things you have in place, you could have made a better movie. All the same people, all the same locations. Mm-hmm. For just, sure. just a better script. And the same amount of TNT and gasoline. Yeah. Blow things up. Because it feels like all four people had a say in what the final version was like. And you yeah. needed one person who was just like, nope, here's what we're doing. See, this is yeah. a problem with like, quote unquote, named marquee people. David Carradine seems like he barely gives a shit about being in this movie. Steve oh, yeah. James should be the fucking hero here because he yep. is all in like he is all in on every fucking movie he's yep. in. But also, he's kind of wasted in this. He's absolutely wasted because you he should have just been Cooper, which also, yep. by the way, if like, I mean, look, I mean, this is this is so pedantic, but like, if you're doing, if you're like naming your characters, like, do a little etymology because to me, like, when I hear Cooper... All I think is like English. It's like this is a guy that keeps chickens, and this is not the guy. <laughs> okay, that... a Cooper is not a guy who keeps chickens. A Cooper is a guy who makes barrels. Is that what it is? Yes. Well, okay, it's still not a very heroic name, but I mean, I'm no. just saying, like, it's... All, uh, uh, to me, a fan yeah. of the whiskey. Okay, kind of a hero. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, this is why things like Mason, like, these are why, like, you know, names that are like, yeah, fucking bricks are tough. Yeah. Knights Bridge. Uh... Anyway, you know, I'm just saying, it's like it, these are things like i just it's not a very good hero name to me really and i'm not saying anything bad about coopers out there i'm just saying it's like you know it's not like oh shit yeah cooper like well you got hanging with johnson is a better fucking hero name yes absolutely you got hanging with mister you got db Mm -hmm. yeah what what's whatever happened to that guy no i don't know (laughs) lost touch with him he became don draper (laughs) in mad men uh so I just wanted to run. That with was the joke. actually a theory people had at some point. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I. It's fine. I meant whatever happened to Mister Cooper. <laughs> oh, Mister Cooper. Yeah. Um, oh, the one everyone was hanging with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still out there doing stand up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, good for I don't give a shit about DB Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> that was whatever happened. To I Mr. saw Cooper. him do a set at the comedy store. Nice. Yeah, that was weird. Is that Mark Curry? Is that his name? Uh, yeah. It is. He's very funny. Okay. No relation is he spicy? to stuff. A little bit. A little bit. Comes in different flavors. Um. Yeah. Do we have anything else to say about this? I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. Yeah. It's Defenestration a, it is, is the it only. Is, it is a boilerplate tag thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean. It's a movie you can watch. Oh, no, Spark sucks. As we said, I don't think that guy ever did anything else. Nope. No. Uh, I mean, TV shit. Okay. But yeah. No. No movies. I mean, you know. He's got a pretty enough face. I'm sure he did some catalog work or something somewhere. I'm sure yeah. he's fine. But yeah, I'm just saying. Honestly, I think he should have done more. He had a good look. Yeah. You know, like, especially in that, I, I hate to say he had a good look in the brothel scene, but, you know, that's a face you could put on a movie poster. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've seen worse knockoff hero Everyone's, faces. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, he's a... He's as, you know, a charismatic a dude as, like, Barry Bostwick or anyone else. I'm just saying, like, you know, I can make him a hero, dude. Yeah. If you want to get in touch with us about what we've seen or anything we should see or anything you think we should know about, please email us, bmf at bmfcast.com, or give us a call on the Garfield phone, 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105-556-9263. I didn't accidentally give my own phone number this time. I'm proud of myself. Uh, or it, you can just go check out the website, which is bmfcast.com. Or look on our Twitter. It's still Twitter to me, damn it. Um, or yeah, the a X link. Twitter. Yeah, X Twitter. Uh, look for a link to our Discord. We hang out in there a lot. 
and we would love to hear from you there as well. There's a bunch of good folks in there that talk about a bunch of fun things. And uh, if you have a couple spare bucks and you don't know what to do with it, go ahead and whip those our way via patreon.com slash bmfcast. That's where we uh, collect money to keep the lights on, as it were. We pay some hosting bills. We just paid a, another one. Uh, we did. Yeah. Yeah, another they, one. They, they keep happening as we yeah. keep existing. Right. Mm. Um, you know, it pays for all our shit so that we can keep doing this. So throw us a couple bucks if you can. If not, whatever. Tell a friend about us. That'll help us feel better about ourselves. You do you. We're not going to infringe on your liberties. We will not. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? Okie dokie. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And this is Bamfcast out.